and how he's gone about grabbing his second opportunity is really admirable and I think inspirational. If Ross Byrne had an Australian grandmother, he would have 60 or 70 caps for the Wallabies right now. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB GAA. Roscommon have beaten Mayo by four points in Castlebar today in their Connacht Senior Football Championship quarterfinal on a scoreline of 2-8 to 10 points. Roscommon built this win on a brilliant defensive performance. First half goals from Enda and Donny Smith were key, as were late scores from play from Jimba Murta, who top scored with six points. Mayo's attack misfired all day. They missed early goal chances of their own, and despite wrestling back control early in the second half, they just couldn't do enough. Roscommon go on to face Galway in their Connacht semi-final in two weeks' time, while Mayo enter the All-Ireland round-robin series as third seeds. We'll hear analysis from four-time All-Star Keith Higgins in a moment, but first, we'll bring you some reaction from the managers, Mayo boss Kevin McStay, and first, Roscommon manager Davy Burke. Davy Burke, you've just guided Roscommon to a sensational win here in Castlebar against Mayo. I saw you hopping about there in the sideline. Talk to us about the adrenaline going through you. Oh yeah, some game of football, lad. I thought every ball mattered, every break, every every tackle mattered out there. It was unbelievable. It was high-intensity games I was ever involved in, and uh, brilliant. Yeah, it was all so important, Tommy. Yeah? Can you talk us through your defensive setup because that was so key today to how you toured Mayo? Yeah, it, it was. The first couple of rounds of the league time, if you watch us, we were very good defensively. We started the weekend up a bit then, and uh, we, we, you can see a lot of goals. Uh, we tightened it back up, and yeah, you look at David Murray and Niall Daly, they're really experienced defenders. And look, every time Mayo were top of the eight, they had one or two or scum men around them, and sure, it's not what we're trying to do. All the talk all spring, though, was about how Mayo's attack was functioning now. How did you shut that down? Uh, just good defensive play. Defence now is a unit now. You know, we defend with 15 players, just like every team does, if you know. And uh, look, you, you want to keep. Where, where does 70 or 5% of scores come from the day? Try lock it down as best you can. You know what I can do. Yeah, that's it. The first point from player from Common didn't come until the 68 minute. Was that something you were worried about, or did that matter to you? When you were I didn't even know that, Tommy. Um, no, I wasn't worried at all. I thought we were ticking the scoreboard on nicely. Uh, and no, no, I wasn't worried about it at all. We were creating goal chances, which was important. And we kicked all our frees, you know. What was the word at half time? Because you had done quite well in the first half to quell the atmosphere here in Castlebar. How did you go about doing that and what was the word at half time? Well, we knew we had to take the sting out of the game. So when they went with the win, particularly, they were clearly trying to get on top and have us out the gate and, uh, you know, move on. Whereas we knew we had to take it. So we, we, we cooled the game down, we controlled the game. I thought we took the round the clock a little, controlled the ball and you know, ultimately got in at half time, four points up, which was a brilliant position to be in. Go away up next, Davy. What's the prep going to be like over the next two weeks? Oh yeah, in the heights. Can't wait, sure. Can't wait. They'll have to enjoy this. Like I don't know when these lads will runs down a competition. This is a, this is a kind of championship, you know. Uh, so uh, they're division one winners, and we obviously beat them today. So uh, look, we take a couple of days off, I'd say, and we'll probably come back to a Wednesday evening. And uh, oh, we can't wait for golf back in the height. Like happy days. That's where we want to be. Uh, like this is huge games. Like we have a four or five twenty-year-olds in that team. You know, this is a new blood, new blood, and we're hoping to be here for a while. You know. Best wishes, well done. Thanks, lads. Thanks. OTB GAA. Kevin, hi. How are you doing? Hard luck today. Why didn't it click for Mayo? Oh, Shaney Max. I, I, I would say in the first instance, now, quick reflection would be with two great chances at the beginning uh, for goals, and just didn't quite tidy them up. And then Roscommon get two big chances, and they put them in the back of the net. So straight away now, six points in a day. The weather conditions like today, uh, not simple. And uh, but we kept at it. We kept trying, but just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't force the issue. Roscommon's disciplined approach, especially in the first half, they certainly took the sting out of the game. How hard is that to counter back against? Uh, it's, it's very difficult because you know they have the they have the um, little cushion of the lead, and uh, they, they played the game then on their terms. You know they were really getting the clock full value out of the clock in every possession, which they're entitled to do. And uh, we just couldn't get the ball off them, and uh, that that caused us a problem. We weren't I didn't think bringing enough pace to it or energy to it. We tried to address that at halftime. I think we did. 
came out came out strong in the second half. And then, you know, we, we closed very strong as well. You know, we were fighting very hard there, you know, with five, ten minutes to go, a point in it, two points in it, back to a point. Like it was nip and tuck, and a couple of balls just didn't go our way. And uh, so, you know, was common win the day, no complaints. The, the, your attack throughout the spring was so dynamic. Why didn't it just catch fire today? Tommy Conroy started. Would you have rather sprung up from the bench? Was that an injury enforced change? Uh, well, uh, Tommy played because James James Carr was injured, obviously. And uh, I know, no, I've in terms of the, the the attack drying up. No, not I wouldn't use that sort of language around it at all. Our lads did fine. Just a bit of shooting went awry on them and. Uh, and the Rossies kick some some brilliant scores in the second half. Last question, with the format of the Championship this year, you've got four weeks now until the all and Round Robin series. And six, I've been told, I hope. You've got six? Six, yes. How so is that going to impact preparations? Oh, it's going to be fine for preparation. It gives a chance now to, to uh, regroup, look after whatever injuries we have, and uh, come back in for the next phase of the competition in three, four weeks' time. Thanks, Kevin. Okay. Kevin McStay there after Mayo's four-point defeat to Roscommon today in Castlebar. The draw for the All-Ireland Round Robin series will be made at the start of May. Here's what Keith Higgins made of it all for Off The Ball. Keith Higgins, we're here in Castle Bar in Roscommon. I've just pulled off a smash and grab, we'll say, was it really? 2-8 to 10 points, they've beaten Mayo by 4 points. Yeah, you could say that. Um, I suppose, look, after last weekend, there was probably a lot of... People were expecting this to be a bit different from Mayo this year. Um, but I suppose, look, when you think back on it, they've kind of gone all guns blazing probably since the start of the league. You know, coming off a big win last week was there a bit of a drop there? It's probably hard to know. But look, I think Ross Common fully deserved that. I think they were probably the better team over the 70 minutes. I think the first half kind of cost Mayo. Um, the two goals had a big impact of it, given the conditions, given the way Ross Common were playing. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just think the first half cost Mayo. They improved a bit in the second half, brought a bit more pace to it. But seeing then the last kind of 10 minutes, once they pushed on, they left a load of space up front. Um, and Roscommon just kind of kicked off a few points and at the end of Mayo just seemed to be kind of uh, you know, they kind of returned to old ways probably nearly in the last 10 minutes they kind of looked like they were out trying to go for goals no one really taking the, the responsibility trying to take that shot on um, it's look very disappointing from Mayo point of view but look they've was it five six weeks now to recover for the Ireland series big win for Roscommon that'll give them a loads of confidence going into the goal again we'll come back to what Mayo got wrong in a little while but Roscommon what did they get right because looking on from up here their defensive structure was exceptional and they had the shooters up top. It's not that simple, though. No, it's not. But like again, look, I'm, I don't over exaggerate this or take anything away from Roscommon. I think the conditions played a part in how the game was played. Roscommon set their start off very early, kept one up front, Ben O'Carroll, 40 men behind the ball, and they were happy to hold possession there in that first half. And they were trying to get a high press on at times, and they got a few turnovers from it. But Roscommon were just happy to hold that ball. They used their keeper a lot, happy to hold the ball for long periods of time. I suppose wind down the clock keep the score as low as they could and like I said the two goals had a huge bearing on that first half um, Mayo just lacked kind of any bit of I suppose intensity bit of pace any ideas up front I think they had two one definite goal chance one probably half goal chance if that hand pass from Ryan goes to Tommy's hands you'd imagine it's in the back of the net five wides but they were kind of pot shots from maybe 40 yards out Why did they look so lax up top? I don't know Because in the spring it was different we were seeing a, dy- a dynamic Mayo attack with four or five different ways of, of moving the ball forward yeah, it's hard to know, but like again, I don't know. Is Mikhail Park a factor? I mean, you, you go back throughout the years, Mayo have never really performed very well here in Championship. Do you know, 2019 was probably similar. You know, even the league games, we probably ha- wouldn't have had the best records here at home. Then you look when we go to Crow Park, we always seem to play our best football up there. I don't know, is the bigger pitch, the faster pitch seems to suit the players. I, again, it's hard to put your finger on it. Look, if that was knockout Championship, would we have seen different Mayo today? You'd like to think so. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, you would we just probably had that bit of hope coming into this week that it was a bit different this year for Mayo. But look, lots of questions at this stage. But like I said, hopefully it's that kind of kick up the backside that they need. Yeah, it's it, it's funny looking on here because uh, Kevin McSay speaking to him after the game. He reckons there's six weeks now till the All Ireland round robin series kicks in. Going to be in a group of four. Roscommon go on to play Galway in, in two weeks' time. Where would you rather be? Uh, I don't know. Look, I mean, ultimately, you're going to end up in the same position anyways, and you're, you're going to be up in the All-Ireland Series in a group of four. Depends, I suppose, on the seed and how that ends up working out. Um, like I said, they have kind of gone all guns blazing since the start of the league. Will they want the five weeks break now? But again, you're kind of coming from up here. You're dipping down. Is it going to be very hard for them to get back up again come the All-Ireland Series? Because, you know, I know they still probably should get out of the group, but at the same time, you kind of need to be kind of going all guns blazing for that as well. So, but like I said, from a Roscommon point of view, they'd be delighted with it. They love having that bit of confidence now again. They won't fear going playing Galway. Um, they probably would have preferred it if it was in Salt Hill. They have a good record against them up there. Um, so yeah, look, it's hard to know. Like It's not the end of the world, but like even look at small things like Mayo were going aggressive on the kickouts and they weren't getting Roscommon getting any short ones off, but then Roscommon kind of dominated the breaking ball. So there was there that bit of real bite there that Mayo were looking to kind of win, them dirt, win that dirty ball, win the breaking ball. Um, so yeah, like there's lots to look at, I suppose, the next day, and the boys will have a lot of kind of uh, viewing on that analysis. But look, it's not the end of the world for them, but like I said, you just would have preferred to see a bit more bite to me, a bit more I suppose, pace to their attack in the first half. Um, yeah. David Burke had Roscommon set up exceptionally well. We, we spoke about how uh, disciplined and patient they were in the first half, playing against the breeze, and they did enough then to thwart the Mayo attack in the second half. Surely Kevin McStay wasn't surprised by anything that Burke threw at him today. No, he shouldn't have been. And I suppose, look... Again, if you probably went back to a lot of the league games, a lot of teams were probably playing similar. They're probably bringing 13, 14 men behind the ball, leaving two up top. Um, and Mayo probably dealt with that very well throughout the league. Why it was different today, I'm not quite sure. You know, personnel-wise, it was very similar apart from James Carr. I think he was probably a bit of a loss. You know, there'll be questions asked whether it was the right to start Tommy Conway or not or bring him on. Um, but yeah, look, a wet, slippy day. It probably just wasn't that day to, to playing a really high pace. Um, slippy ball turnovers a lot easier but at the same time you just would have preferred to see that bit of pace from you. they brought a stage in the second half the first 15 minutes second half I think they probably outscored Roscommon 4 points to 1 in that first 10 or 15 minutes so it was there when they wanted to be there um, but yeah like I said it's just there'd be lots of questions about the first half I think that's kind of where the winning and losing was you know so yeah it's, it's really, it is very difficult to put your finger on it just yet but like I said just Roscommon seemed more, better set up more up for it um, and ultimately took their chances when they came yeah, they certainly did. Roscommon's first point from play, though, didn't come until the 68 minute. You know, Murta, Murta kicks two from play, Cox mm. and Smith, they get the last four points from play. Will there be questions asked of Mayo's game management in those last 10 minutes? Because they seem to be trying to burrow their way through for goal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, like I said, that first 15 minutes, second half, Mayo kind of definitely upped the pace of the game. Roscommon, I think, had four wides. Um, but like I said, the last 10 minutes in particular it's like there was that bit of panic they were just carrying the ball into the D all the time Roscommon had loads of bodies there like I said, there was just no one willing to take that shot now I know there was a strong breeze it's probably hard to know, understand how strong it was from up here um, but yeah they just seemed to nearly was panic a bit I don't know they just seemed to want to go for goals rather than just maybe trying to chip away at the scoreboard and yeah left huge amounts of space and look when you likes the two Murtas Connor Cox two Smiths on the field all them guys can kick points from 30-40 yards with that breeze behind them with a bit of space you know they were going to clip over the points and give them that breathing room so kind of played into Roscommon's hands reading the last 10 minutes Yeah it's a funny feeling rivalries and local rivalries aside McStay had said 
regardless of what way this game went, both sides entered the game as third place seeds in the All Ireland Round Robin series, and both are still third place seeds. Was common, obviously, if they beat Galway, will be a first or second seed. Like when you mentioned that maybe we'd see a better or a different Mayo when it's knockout football, like what what is that like? Is it just yeah. is it hard to switch it on all the time? I don't know. Look, we've probably had that issue ourselves going back probably 2016, 2017, 2018, you know, losing games in Connacht semi-finals and then when it came down to the make or break games in the qualifiers, we're probably able to turn it on just because I suppose it's, you know, there's that fear if you lose, you're gone. That shouldn't be an issue. I mean, you, you know, you look at Dublin all throughout the years, I know the quality opposition entry probably wasn't great, but at the same time, they're able to just do what they did all the time, keep winning games. Um, look, going in as third seeds in the the All-Ireland series is probably not ideal you're going to get a provincial winner in a, in a second seed so you're going to have a couple of tough games there anyways mm. um, you know, you're probably going to need to win probably need to win two of the games will you to definitely go through depending uh, on how it works out there's actually a, pre- there's a preliminary quarter final so we're actually only going to lose four teams yeah. in this group so so yeah it's, look it's still not ideal but I think you just would have preferred probably going in there maybe as a higher seed just maybe just going to get that confidence more than anything you know six weeks time they're going to be coming out I don't know who they'll be playing in the first round might be a bit difficult to actually know where they're at again it could be very tense the first 10-15 minutes of that game so like I said confidence is a big thing um, but yeah look not the end of the world but like I said you just would have preferred to see a better performance Who would you give man of the match to today? I'd give it to Jeremy Murta I think we've seen Enda Smith getting it there on the TV but I just think I don't know what he's going to finish up with 6-7 yeah. points at the end a um, couple of good ones from play there at the end a couple, obviously a few from freeze but at the same time when you're hitting 6 points from play I would have scored over 2-8 how much, like when you were playing, how much did you talk about the Roscommon forwards? Yeah, you would have talked about the lot. Like in the end of the day, like they are quality forwards. The two Murtis, the two Smiths, Cox, like I said, them boys, if they're given a bit of space, they can kick points. They are quality forwards. Um, so we would always kind of gotten, gotten the matchups right and kind of tried to press on higher up the field. May have tried to that stage today. Um, but I said, I just, the one thing I was impressed with, even though there was a few dodgy turnovers from Roscommon, I thought they would look very comfortable holding the ball. I could hear them screaming there on the line, just no play. They were just moving the ball on, not taking the hopper or solo. They were just moving Mayo back and over. And the only time they kind of coughed the ball up was when they actually ended up coming into traffic and into, into contact. Um, so yeah, look, I was impressed with how they played. But yeah, I'd have given it to Jeremy Murch. I thought he was kind of the standout for me. I know Andy Smith carried a lot of ball there at the end, um, but just for the quality that he showed when they needed them scores. Last one, it's obviously the opening weekend of Championship, it feels a bit mad, the league finals were only last weekend, we saw Sligo get the job done against London, Armagh bet Antrim, then last night there was an insane level of drama as New York won their first game in Championship history, beating Leitrim on penalties, and earlier today, Clare bet Cork by a point, so we've had a couple of upsets and we've also had our Leinster Premier rounds as well, three other games. It, it, it's, it's right into it now, like, just a word on New York and Leitrim, you didn't stay up last night to watch it did you? I didn't know. Um, when you have a seven month at home, you kind of you don't tend to get them late nights anymore. But um, yeah, look, it's. I wouldn't say it's a massive shock. I mean, we have seen Leitrim go over there. It was a 2018, 2019, and kind of just, just about scraped through. We've seen Sligo scrape through. So you look through that our New York 15. There's quality players on it. So probably not a huge shock. Obviously disappointed for Andy. You would like to see them boys um, progressing. But we look, they're going to be in the Talja Cup anyway. This is probably where they'd be targeting would they want to get to a kind of final and be in the Sam Maguire it's hard to know but um, yeah look it's probably been a, an interesting first round of the championship because it doesn't feel like it on the Easter Easter weekend probably a bit, the weather's a bit too cold and wet for it but look it's a huge win for Clare um, Armagh are off the board as well um, and a massive win for us common so all in all an interesting start to the to the first round of the championship Keith Higgins thanks to me for joining us and off the ball there'll be loads more GA this week we'll be flat out um, appreciate your time today lots more football to be played 
yeah, let's uh, let's hope it's going to be a good championship. Um, look, I suppose ultimately it's all going to kick off in the Ireland series, but you'd hope it's going to be some games in the provincials. Just talk about provincials being dead. Hopefully, it might keep them alive for the few years. Thanks, Kate.